Hey ladies, I'm Tori and I'm Wendy. Welcome to the Fruitful Vine, where we delight in motherhood and life one honest conversation at a time. Wendy, how you doing? How you living? Good, good, good. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever, Tori. Forever, even though it's only been a week. That's what your presence does in my life. Oh my gosh. You see, we're like obsessed with each other. It's a problem. We really are. Um, happy December. How you like how's Yay. the beginning of December treating you? Honestly, really, really restful. Like I'm really loving how slowed down everything is and just like living in that. Um Exactly, exactly the same. Like, and I, it seems to be across the board, and I, that just yes. makes me so happy for everyone. Like, if there's ever been a year where we really do need to step back and, like, just again take inventory, I keep saying this over and over, but that's what December has been so far, even though, like, we're only a week in, it's just been so restful perfect word yes. perfect word yes that is so true that like i noticed it across the board that everyone is slowing down i don't know if it's just what this year has taught us to slow down but i see it across the board just like a lot of mamas just like taking it easy and and you know what i think a lot of people started christmas from like november so like the usual hype and craziness that happens in december is not there Absolutely. Absolutely. And like you said, it's just been the theme of 2020. And I feel like we've been through a year of not being able to go, 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 go. And so I don't know, maybe it's like December is the month where everyone's finally actually letting go and just relaxing and recharging and hibernating. That's what it feels like. It feels like a hibernation. It sure does. It really, really does. So what are you sipping on, girl? I see you look fancy. So fancy. So this is a um, red wine. It's a Christmas wine. It's called Jingle. And it's so good. I got it from, um, oh, what is that store called? It's the store that has like a whole bunch of ethnic stuff, like home stuff, food, wine, a whole bunch. Um, I'm totally blanking on it. You have to get the name of that store. That sounds amazing. It's so popular. I don't know why. World world Market. World Market. (laughs) I'm like, I didn't think Home Goods so why. I didn't think Home Goods so why. Is it Home Goods? No. World (laughs) Market. So if you have a World Market by you, um, I definitely suggest going there. Right now they have a whole bunch of Christmas uh special wines and this one's really good. It's it's red. I like red, so it's not sweet. It's kind of bitter, but it's so good. It's it's yummy. So that's what I'm sipping on. What about you? You're always trying to show somebody up. Okay. All right. It's coffee. It is all right. I'm drinking black coffee. I'm actually so proud of this one. Everybody give Wendy a clap because <laughs> finally, finally she got it right. Not pumpkin spice tea. <laughs> coffee. You know what? I almost went for coffee because I'm really tired, but I was like, no, I'll have a glass of wine tonight. Ooh, 
I love it. I love the vibe. You know, I love my wine. Besides my coffee, my water, my wine. That's where I'm at. Sounds like Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) And that is where my husband will end it. Love that. (laughs) Now, Tori. What are we transitioning into right now, Tori? Consumption luncheon. Okay, ladies. So this segment, Consumption Munchin, Wendy and I will take turns sharing anything that we've been consuming, anything that's been life-changing, or any seeds that our minds have just kind of been marinating on. Uh, So it can be from a book, from a TV show, from a movie, from a conversation, from something that happened in life. Anything that we've kind of been munching on, we're going to share. Yes. It is time for Consumption Munchin. That's (laughs) right. All right, it is time for consumption munching. Wendy, what have you been munching on over there? Well, Tori, I am like really, really excited about this because I actually have something really good. I have been loving, loving 2,000 years of faith, fable, and festivity, the history of Christmas. This book was actually written by a mom for her kids and it goes through scripture discussion questions recipes activities everything about the 2000 years of the history of christmas like the true history of christmas and how it relates to like um christ and christ's birth and everything like that how things have gotten to the point where we have Christmas trees in our house and we have um, Santa Claus and it's become this commercialized thing that it wasn't in the past. And not only that, but it starts off with a story. Every chapter starts off with a story which grabs the children's attention, but not a super long story, like maybe a page, a page and a half, right? And then after that, you have a page and a half of explanation about the story. So you might be like, Oh, two little boys are running through the market and they see everybody doing garland and trees and this, that, and the other. And then they see um, a Roman soldier coming down, like, like a story. And then they'll explain that, oh, during this time, this, this, and that happened. And it's just amazingly great for my kids. It's hard for me to get something that will work from fourth grade and first grade. So... It gets their attention. They love it. And then we can do a fun little activity in the end, you know, whether we're making a recipe or talking about the discussion questions, which is amazing because it helps bring back what we talked about to see if they got it. Or we dive deeper into the scripture references that they have within the chapter. It's awesome. So a mom created it for her own kids. And where did you find this? And is this the book that you're using to create your own Christmas unit study? Yes. Okay. So I'm using this. Yes. To create, to do my unit study, we dive deeper into everything. Um, The foundation or the spine or the questions of our unit study actually come from a movie. They come from um, Buck Denver's Christmas movie. He's like the VeggieTales creator. And so he came up with, why do we call it Christmas? The Christmas movie. And what I love about that, or what I loved about it at the time, this was before we told our children the truth about Santa Claus. 
And so it um, it doesn't like completely like crush Santa Claus for them, but it tells the history of Christmas in a way that children understand it through puppets and cartoons and it's funny and silly and stuff like that. And so that movie has objectives. And so I'm using those objectives like, why is it called Christmas? And um, why do we use a Christmas tree? And blah, 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 blah. So I'm using those objectives as questions, which I got from my girl Tori and her unit study video. So I'm using those as our questions and then using the book to answer those questions. So it's really, really good. Wendy, that's so awesome because I've been so out of commission with unit studies, but they really are like my favorite part of homeschooling. Um, So seeing you do this and watching you on your Instagram, it's so cool. It makes me excited. I'm planning a pretty cool unit study for January. Um, But I just have like the bones of it right now. I don't have any of the resources yet. But seeing you enjoy your Christmas one so much is definitely adding fuel to my fire. So that's pretty cool. Like you spark the joy for us. Like it's to the point that my children are like, okay, mom, I want to know about this, 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 this. Like we have a year's worth of unit studies based off of things that they want to know about. The only thing I got to put in there was, can we, can we do a study about nutrition? Can we put it? That's, that's right. all I got in there. But right. they're like, I want to know about, my son was like, I want to know about natural disasters and how they're affecting different parts of the world. And I'm like, ooh, that's, that, that sounds good. Wow. And my daughter's like, I want to know about the oceans and stuff that's happening with the ocean animals and the tectonic plates. I'm like, excuse me, whose daughter are you? Yes. <laughs> Am I your mother? <laughs> like never in my life. Like, and, and then wow. my 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 three year old is like, "Mommy, I want to know about rockets." And I'm like, "That's so much fun. We can do that." That and, is amazing. And what we've incorporated within each unit study is a field trip, and so that's what they're most excited about. They're like, "Where are we going?" You know. Yes. So, yeah. That makes makes me so happy. That's amazing. That makes me so, 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 so happy. Like it's so good. So thank you, Tori, for the, um, for the inspiration. Um, it, me who's been homeschooling for six years, um, never thought I could do it. Like, I'm like, there's like, this is like some elusive thing that's like for the special moms. And so you gave me the, the guts and the courage to do it. And my children are thriving because of it. So thank you. Oh my goodness. That makes me so happy. So we well, have to that unit study course. Uh-huh. I know. I know. So as because I don't have a unit study course yet, we will link the video where I teach you guys how to build your own unit study. And we're also going to link the book that Wendy mentioned because it sounds fabulous. It's amazing. So those will be in the show notes, ladies. Yes. And if you're not doing unit study, you can still read this book with your children. It's amazing. It's so good. The fruitful vine. This is essentially what this is. Like, I love Wendy so much and she loves me so much. That <laughs> this is this is just an, an excuse for us to sit and kind of hatch. Is it hash, hash. or hatch? I'm Tori. Ha, ha, hash, hash out life? Hatch out life. Look, I'm not the one. <laughs> okay, I am the person that will say and all the quotes wrong. I'm Wendy. 
we clearly are not qualified, <laughs> but, but here we are. All right, Tori. So today we're talking about all things mom friendships, the good, the bad, the ugly. You know what? This is something that you don't even think about until you become a mom. You think friendships are just friendships and then they become very complicated when you become a mom. Oh my gosh, that is so true. It's like, I have never thought too deep about friendships until I realized oh, I'm a mom. How do I keep friends? How? How do I keep friends? Um, am I friends with this lady because we get along or because our kids get along? Um, how do I? It's kind of like when you're married too. like having friends as a married couple. Like I spent three years being friends with this girl that like, honestly, I, I never had good vibes about her. But my husband got along with her husband so well that I was like, Okay, I guess we're friends. <laughs> so true. It's Unfortunately, so true. that happens a lot to me with my kids' friends. Oh, uh, like, see, but well, and, and I the catch, what I say. <laughs> I love all my friends. If you're listening to this, I love you. Disclaimer. <laughs> if, I'm not talking about you. For real. <laughs> that's for real because I finally have learned as a mom that. Just because our kids get along or just because I like you, but our kids don't get along. Like I am finally in the spot where my friends are my friends and they're good people. And um, it's real, true, good, gritty, um, raw mom friendships. Um, There's nothing worse than having a mom friend who is so judgmental of you. I've been there. I've had judgmental mom friends. Because I've had jealous mom friends, that's not good. Um, I've had judgmental mom friends, that's not good. There's just a whole bunch of different kind of mom friendships you can have. And I don't think anybody talks about it enough. And it's also really difficult, which is why you see a lot of mothers feeling lonely in motherhood because it's like, how? How? Like you said, Wendy, how do I even be a friend to someone when I'm trying to be a mom. And then like, the thing is we wear so many hats that it's like, where do you even find the time? And then if you're introverted, like me, it takes so much energy to make mom friends that are genuine that it's like, I just can't. I mean, I gotta, I gotta be a wife, be a mom, keep the house clean. Um, and then on top of it, be a friend, like, and Friendships take time, you know, to be like deep and genuine. And you don't want a friendship that your only foundation is your kids. You know, you guys just talk about kids like and that's it. Yeah. And so when I think about my best friends, none of them are moms. Um, That's so true. (laughs) Yeah. And and those are the friends that I've had before motherhood, before wifehood. Yeah, it just opened up my mind because I didn't realize that. And yeah, that's true. Yeah, like my my three best friends, shout out to Angelica and Tiffany and Brittany, they don't listen to this podcast, but (laughs) (laughs) I know them. They're like, no, Tori, that doesn't apply to me. Um, but they're they're not mothers, and one is pregnant right now with her first baby, so that's a fun journey that she's about to go on, but 
They're not mothers. And I feel like that makes the, that's why our friendship is so smooth because like you said, it takes years to build a friendship. And these women, they were in my life when I was like, what, eight? Like I've known them since I I was eight. One since I was like five. So I feel like it's also important, like just because you're a mom doesn't mean you only have to surround yourself around moms. I think it's actually healthy to surround yourself with women who aren't moms. Yeah. I have very different levels of friendships. Like I've got... What level, what level are we on? Anyways, right? <laughs> anyways... All right. The levels ain't, they're not, they don't go from top to bottom. They're kind of like, they're different. Like I've got a set of friends who are, who I've had since I was eight and 11. And the three of us, I'm the only one married. I'm the only one um, with children. And like, we're on completely different planes when it comes to that. But they, the way that they know me is deeper than, you know, like even, or it's not deeper, but it's different than even the way that my husband knows me because they've seen me grow. They've seen me completely change and they see things in me that they've seen since I was eight years old. You know what I mean? They're the closest thing to like family. They're your next, they're your female soulmate. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I always... I always tell uh, Brittany, I'm like, you're the female form of Justin and like, but it's a female form of it. So she knows me almost even better. (laughs) 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 Like there's something about having that female counterpart who just intimately knows you. Yes. And then I've got this other set of friends that um, I met with my husband through uh, like a Bible study. And so the, the, the men kind of click, but the women really click. And so I've got them in like this separate, like wives with kids, Christian <laughs> right here. Like we close, we Jesus close. You know what I mean? Like we Jesus close. You know? <laughs> yes, I actually know exactly what you're talking about. But Jesus clothes, right? And then I got another set of moms who I am dis- who I am just learning about now. I'm 32 years old. Like mm. they are, but they're not coming into my life like strangers come into my life. They're coming into my life like family like deep, like, um, like, like you, like, um, some other friends that I've met through YouTube. And it's just, it's very different for me because I feel like I am like a, take me out to dinner first. And these friends are not only impacting my childhood or my spiritual life, but these friends and my motherhood and my friendship, these friends, I don't know if it's because I'm older and I'm wiser and the women that God, these, these people, including you, they just seem God sent because the clickage, Mm. the clickage, the piecing together is just so like, how can I be so close to somebody I just met a few months ago? You know what I mean? Like it's got, okay. 
let's talk about this. Let's let's stay here for a minute. So are these ladies, ladies that have come into your life in 2020? In 2020, yes. Okay. I really believe that God is doing something with his with his daughters specifically regarding like who he wants to be by who. Um for example, like yes, a whole bunch of YouTube mamas um that weren't in my life a year ago are so in my life, especially you. Uh but also Physically, I have neighbors who I've lived by two of them. I've lived by them for two years. And like, we've always said hi, but never actually connected. And this year, they've carried me through like days, you know, Justin was deployed and there was days where I was so tired my kids wouldn't be listening to me. There was one time where all three of them came in my house, told my, got my kids in the tubby, bathed them, made them dinner, told them to stop giving their mom a headache, put them to bed. And like, and then they catered to me and then they just sat and like, listened to me and let me cry. Like there something God has spoken a lot to me about friendship and women, like, and you know, I think that there's this society loves to put women against women. And that is because when women link up and when there's no pettiness and when there's all love, it is so powerful. Like there's a reason, there's a reason for sisterhood. There's a reason for connection. And I feel like that's been the theme of 2020 is like, connect like however I don't care it's almost like um the lady in the bible that was so desperate she just wanted to touch Jesus's garment right yes it's like that like however you need to connect however you like whatever your lifeline is you find that connection and you like hold on to those people and and yeah you're right God has totally been very aggressive with who he wants you to connect with Yes. And so much so that it's like, there is no time for sugarcoating. There is no time for pretending to be something that you're not. There is no, um, we've only been dating for for two months. Like it's literally like, this is me. This is my ugliness. This is who I am. Do you love me? And it's never, I don't love you. It's like, I love you the way that you are. I've just 2020, I know it's a horrible year by speech. And I honestly, I don't even know if it's a horrible year anymore because there is so much beauty in this year. There is so much friendships that I swear I'm going to have lifelong friendships, which I never thought I would. I thought at my age, who I got is who I got. You know, I didn't know that there was a possibility for me to build such strong bonds. Like there are women, I mean, I would travel across the world to meet you. You know what I mean? I would travel, I would bring my kids, I'd bring my family. Like it would hurt me if like our children didn't get along. Like it would break me, you know what I mean? Like I've never felt so connected with people that are so far away, with people that are so near. I've never you know what I mean? Absolutely. And it's in a, I want to backtrack to what you said. Um, it's like, here I am. This is all my messiness. You know, I've had friendships for ye- for for years, you know, we're, I've had friendships for years that have only been surface level. 
But it's like this year, God put people in my life where I could be as messy and vulnerable and like wear my messy truth and show them. And it's like, they're like, girl, we got you. Like, we got you. And everybody needs a, I got you. I got, I don't care how ugly it gets. I don't care how messy it gets. I don't care how much it hurts. Every woman, every mother needs that friendship. We've got the capacity to truly show God's love like no other. We've got the capacity to show compassion, to love on those that are hurting, to love on those that think differently than us, to love on those that um, that truly need it this year so much so than we've ever had in any other year. Like, and that's what I'm discovering about friendship is that mom, quote unquote, mom friendships are friendships that they'll love you in your ugliness because motherhood is not pretty. Okay. Womanhood is not pretty. And, and if we don't hold each other, if we don't, you know, I made the joke about like your female soul mate, Um, you know, men are great. I love the men in my life, but gosh, I'm so thankful for the women who carry me. It is, it's, it's so important. And if you're a mom out there who hasn't had luck with friendships, um, does feel alone. Um, I just, I urge you to like, put yourself out there and you'll find your tribe. Uh, we're not meant, we are not meant to do life alone. And, you know, having friendships does take compassion. Having any kind of relationship, I've learned this year, you have to have compassion. You really, it is, as a mom friend, I try to see my moms, my other mom friends for who they are. And it's important, you know, say me and one of my friends are going through a similar situation. Me and my friend just talked about this. It's important that when you're talking to your friend, you don't filter it through what you would do and who you are, you filter it through what they, what they need. Like you, there's a selflessness and compassion that goes with friendship. And that's why it is work. And that's why sometimes as moms, it does take a lot, but don't let that discourage you from finding women to connect with. Yes. And now women, when it comes to giving your opinions and giving your truths. Be mindful that a lot of times we just need an ear. We don't need your advice. We don't need your, um, your quote unquote judgment and all that. Well, I, if it was me, I wouldn't do that. We don't need that. We don't need that. All we need is an ear a lot of the times. And um, just speak in my opinion, um, listen two times more than you talk. So God gave you two ears and one mouth and be mindful of the words that you say and the things that you say, because at the end of the day, you're not going to live this person's life for them. So your advice that you're giving to them, <laughs> just be very mindful because at the end of the day, you're not going to be raising their kids. You're not going to be paying their bills. You're not going to be living their life for them. 
So be mindful that the decisions and the things that you're speaking on them is to help them and not just to vet with them. Like you need to get up, like you need to get as high as they're getting. The fruitful vine. When I get cute and dressed for the day, like you can't tell me nothing. I'm Tori. So there's what a you say there's, is your style then? I don't even know. You know what? You know what? I don't believe in labels. <laughs> I'm Wendy. Everyone, I do too. I put on them pants and it's just like, well, they're not supposed to be capris. Like what do you care? My next tip, if we can end this with tips, is also don't be that friend who, ooh, this is going to be controversial, but don't be that friend who isn't satisfied within her marriage, so tries to find a female friend that will take the role of a husband. Does that make sense? Like, I've had so many overly needy women who it's like, I can be your friend, but I can't be your mama and sister and man. Like I can't, I can't fulfill that. So I can't be, again, I can't be your mama, your sister and man. Yep. Yep. So if, if maybe if you're struggling with friendships, maybe ask yourself if you've ever came off that way, because I am a mom, I am a wife, I am a sister and a daughter, and I have other things that I need to attend to, and I can't fully 100% give all my energy to you 24-7. So true, so true. And just be mindful that you are giving out as much as you want to receive. So as much as you want um, to, to, um, to get, make sure you're giving as much out, you know? And if you feel like there's an imbalance, try to push it the other way because oh, ooh, I've had those friendships as well where it's like advice, 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 advice. Like what like you you like you what you want me to live with you? Like <laughs> Right. Right. Or like just constantly calling or you know, being <laughs> mean. Yes. And it's okay to be to like need your friends, but if you feel like you know your fr- you talking to your friend more than you talking to like anybody, <laughs> yeah, red flag, red flag, red you know? flag. But ladies, that is one thing that I love about Tori's membership is that they there's friendship there. There are true friends being made there. Um, and so I 100%, like, if you're looking for some friends for $1.99, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, no, but for real, but for real, if you're looking for some friends, there are some genuine friendships being made there. And, um, it's just for me, especially in 2020, even, you know, some women just don't feel comfortable going out and meeting other women like that. And memberships allow for that friendship, for that community, for that sisterhood, um, especially if you need, if you feel the need to continue to social distance, you know? Absolutely. And we are taking membership to the next level in January. Um, So come, come be a part of it. Uh, Now is a really good time. And I'm really excited. Um, Membership was such a God given idea. And I'm really excited um, to see where it goes. So 
if you are lonely, I will link membership down below. Um, it is really beautiful. And it's just a good space for women. And, and that's important to me. So yeah, thanks for putting in membership, lovely. So now it is time for our weekly question and answer. You've got mail. You've got mail. You've got mail. All right. So we asked you guys a couple of weeks ago on Instagram to send us in some questions, questions about motherhood, womanhood, parenthood, all the hoods. And you ladies sent us some questions. Every single week, we will be answering one question that you sent and probably have more opportunities for more questions as well. All right, ladies. So this week's question is, what does following Jesus look like for you as a homeschool mama? Ooh, Wendy, I'm going to let you answer first. That's that's difficult. Honestly, I don't think following Jesus should look any different, whether you're homeschooling, whether you're a woman, whether you're a man. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just, uh, but I guess... If we're talking about maybe finding time to specifically devote to spending time in the word as a homeschool mom, because I know a lot of moms use the time that their children is away, are away to really focus on their biblical time. And so for me personally, um, when it comes to like devoting time, I wake up early, I spend time in the word when I, I do devotions with my children. We do nightly devotions. I have my planner where every time I need to look at the next appointment, it tells me who to pray for. And I'm constantly um, praying for people. And so I am constantly redirecting my focus to Christ so that I don't get distracted by all the things that I have to do. Um, I still get distracted. I still um, could do better, in my opinion. Um, Now, I also think as a mom, it's important for your children to see you in the word too. And so during my kids' quiet time, I try to open up my Bible and read with them. Um, But, you know, I mean, it's, it's work and it's being intentional and it's constant redirection and making sure that you're focusing on Christ. So that's how I do it. How do you do it, Tori? Yeah. Um, I just feel like I'm one of Jesus's like ratchet followers. <laughs> oh. I, you know, I see these women who are so um, disciplined and intent, intentional. Oh, and you do a Sabbath. You are disciplined. So that that's what I was going to say. You know, like Monday through Friday, honestly, I am just surviving and getting through life. And I'll talk like I talk to God throughout the day always or I'll listen to a worship song. Um, but Monday through Friday, walk, like or during yep. walks. See? Huh? Yeah. I yeah. Do. You do know me. Um <laughs> But Monday through Friday, if I'm being honest, it's not like, okay, wake up at 6 a.m., open my Bible. It's not that. I have seen crazy spiritual growth and like, I don't want to say like fruit. Well, yeah, fruitful growth and fruitful time when I am fasting and praying on Saturdays. That has been a really fruitful discipline act. And I get more from that day. Um, than doing it Monday through 
you know, Friday. Um, and, and maybe that's just like quant quality over quantity. And, and that's just what I want to share is if you don't have seven days a week to like commit to all the Bible studying in the world, that's okay. Like use what you have. I've, I've never been more spiritually charged and awaken and aware and connected than I have this year. And this is when I started this summer is when I started, um, Sabbath and fasting. So maybe if you're feeling overwhelmed, do quality over quantity. Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Reviews, reviews, reviews. We need reviews and we are giving away a nice prize. I'm Wendy. Did you like my singing voice story? It was beautiful. It was so good. Like I need to go on American Idol. Is American Idol? Uh huh. Uh huh. Maybe but, that's our next. Maybe that's our next gig. Right? I really you think and that's me? where I'm headed. Oh, oh, look at that! Look at that! Look at tell that. them about the giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Tori. You didn't know, ladies. You didn't know. But anyways, the first thing you want to do is leave a review of the podcast on wherever you are streaming from, ladies. We need those reviews. Our, the podcast world loves reviews. So that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. The second thing is follow us at The Fruitful Vine on Instagram. And if you want a little bit of an extra bonus, um, post and tag us at at the fruitful vine and um ladies this holiday box is going to be amazing because tori and wendy are designing it the fruitful vine ladies thank you so much for spending your time with us today we pray that you remember to lean into the one true vine while you are busy being the fruitful vine until next time bye. bye Why is that the first time that we actually did it at the same time? (laughs) All right. That's it. We're done. We're done with that one. Good job. That was great. I knew that was going to be great.